The 1970s in my mind sounds like a gritty Rolling Stones album. Maybe it looks like Taxi Driver. I think of the 80s, I think of New Wave, Spielberg movies, Back to the Future, Cheers, The A-Team, Top Gun, Rocky IV, it's bright, it's colorful. Then I think of Mad Max, Escape from New York, Blade Runner, War Games, The Day After. I also think about Bruce Springsteen, love the music, but I don't think I was paying attention to the words. Here in season one of Cowboy Diplomacy, I'll take a look at the Reagan era through a lens of pop culture. But let's start at the end. In the first draft of this podcast, I started out in 1979, but Jimmy Carter's energy and malaise didn't quite cut it. So we'll start 10 years later at the end. It's Ronald Reagan's farewell address from January of 1989. Reagan is talking about his vision of America as a shining city on a hill. One with walls, huh? But also doors. I've spoken of the shining city all my political life, but I don't know if I ever quite communicated what I saw when I said it. But in my mind, it was a tall, proud city built on rocks stronger than oceans, windswept, God-blessed, and teeming with people of all kinds living in harmony and peace. A city with pre-ports that hummed with commerce and creativity. And if there had to be city walls, the walls had doors, and the doors were open to anyone with the will and the heart to get here. The 70s had left us depressed, unsure of ourselves. The 80s had us believing again. No, really, the first draft of this podcast led off with Jimmy Carter's malaise speech, and I kept hitting play, and the open didn't feel right, and I'm like, wow, the leadoff's a buzzkill. That's what Jimmy Carter's malaise speech was, a buzzkill. But that's what I have to do to tell this story to a younger audience. I have to kill your buzz. I have to get you into the mindset we were in so that Ronnie can get us out of it. So let's cue up the depressing music and the malaise speech. Trust me, you've lasted two minutes. Give me two more, then Ronnie will bring the fun. Kennedy shot and killed. LBJ caught up in Vietnam, walked away. Jerry Ford got some playing minutes in garbage time. And now, Carter. On July 15, 1979, President Carter addressed the nation. We were not impressed. It is a crisis of confidence. It is a crisis that strikes at the very heart and soul and spirit of our national will. We can see this crisis in the growing doubt about the meaning of our own lives and in the loss of a unity of purpose for our nation. The erosion of our confidence in the future is threatening to destroy the social and the political fabric of America. Four years later, it's a different America. We've got the right stuff. America's rocking, baby. President Ronald Reagan's cruising to victory. He'll win 49 states to one. In the Electoral College, Ronnie covered the 500-point spread, 525 to 13. Want to argue about the popular vote? Sure, let's do that. Reagan won by 17 million. In September 84, Reagan's out on the campaign trail. He stops in Hammondtown, New Jersey. I've been there. 25 years later, my kids play soccer tournaments there. Big open fields. It ain't suburban New York City. So there's Reagan, and he decides to mention New Jersey hero Bruce Springsteen. Now, Bruce had done a great head fake with his newest album, Born in the USA. On the cover, blue jeans and a big American flag. On the lyric sheet, stories of yearning for the glory days and having nowhere to go. Reagan told that Hamilton crowd that America's future rests in the message of hope and songs of a man so many young Americans admire, New Jersey's Bruce Springsteen.
And helping you make those dreams come true is what this job of mine is all about. Springsteen told Rolling Stone, you see in the Reagan election ads on TV, you know, it's morning in America. And you say, well, it's not morning in Pittsburgh. In Reagan's Washington Post obituary, Reagan's aide Michael Deaver is quoted as saying that Reagan got the country to believe in itself again. The act worked that day in Hammondtown. Red, white, and blue. The good-looking cowboy at the helm. Reagan would go on to win New Jersey by 20 points. Cowboys are cool. Think back to 1984. What do you think of? Springsteen standing in front of that flag. Baseball cap tucked in the pocket. Also in 1984, the Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. We won 83 golds, baby. 174 medals overall. The next closest country won 53 medals, 20 of them gold. Guess who finished second? No, not the Soviets. They didn't come. They were still mad at us for not going to Moscow in 1980. Not the Chinese, not the Germans. Oh, well, there were two Germanys back then, but neither one. Romania. 20 gold, 16 silver, 17 bronze. We kicked some serious Olympic ass. Let's add the gold to our red, white, and blue. Let's crank the anthems and let's not pay too much attention to the lyrics. It was good times as those Olympics ended on August 12th. Two days earlier, the Soviets had invaded us. Well, not for real, of course, but in the movies, Red Dawn, the original, not that remake. In Red Dawn, the Soviets have invaded America, only to be fended off by a few good American teenagers. We believed in ourselves again. No more crisis of confidence. We're fucking confident. We could do it all. We made America great again. Look at our pop culture. We've gone from Apocalypse Now to Red Dawn. We've gone from What the Fuck Are We Doing to Let's Kick Some Soviet Ass. Thanks, Ronnie. Sounds great, right? Well, I left a date out there, August 11th, 1984. Here's Ronnie. My fellow Americans, I'm pleased to tell you today that I've signed legislation that will outlaw Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. Calm down. Reagan was just doing a mic check before his weekly address, and that was the joke he made. Ronald Reagan, the great communicator, having come out of Hollywood, had just cracked a joke about bombing the Soviets. Imagine how we'd react these days if a president said something like that off the cuff. Anyway, we've got a president clowning around on a hot mic joking about nuking Russia. But he's cool, man. Fuck the Russians. Bring it on, motherfuckers. Have you seen Red Dawn? America's back, baby. Today we celebrate the first glorious anniversary of the information purification. Just to put this podcast together, it's hard to find anything about 1984, the year. If you throw 1984 into Google, you get a lot about George Orwell's book, but even that plays into our psyche. Here's the Raiders. They're enjoying a decade or so playing as the Los Angeles Raiders. They're up 28-9 to in the third quarter of the Super Bowl when an ad for Apple Computer comes on. It's shot in shades of gray. We see the workers watching the propaganda on the screen. In runs a blonde woman. She throws a hammer, an Olympic-style hammer, by the way. She throws the hammer. It shatters the screen. An announcer tells us that the Macintosh is coming. And 1984 is not going to be like 1984. No, it isn't. In February 1984, the Space Shuttle Challenger, you've heard of that one, right? Challenger takes off on its 10th mission. We pay little attention. We're the USA. We go to space all the time. Who cares? 10. We have a go for main engine start. In March, the Winter Olympics. Yeah, we finished third, maybe fourth. It depends how you want to score it. We won eight medals to the Soviets' 25. Let's not talk about that one. It distracts from the narrative. That October, household name Catherine Sullivan. You know her, right? No? She was an astronaut on the Space Shuttle Challenger. Not the mission that we blew off earlier. This was a different mission. We have a go for main engine start. Kathy Sullivan becomes the first American woman to perform a spacewalk. You remember Sullivan, right? No? You don't? 
That's right, it's 1984. We have astronauts in space so often we don't even bother to tune into the launches. Five years ago, some dude was telling us to throw on an extra sweater, something, something, energy crisis. Now look at us. It's morning again in America. The ad told us that under the leadership of President Reagan that our country was prouder, stronger, better. It asked us why we would ever want to return to where we were four years ago. So where were we those four years earlier? In this series, we'll take a look at the pop culture of the 1980s as seen through the lens of the Ronald Reagan presidency. Sure, we still might be ready to duck and cover, or maybe even why bother? Shall we play a game? But we had shaken off Vietnam, the malaise was gone, we felt good about ourselves again, America was pretty great again, wasn't it? It's morning again in America. And under the leadership of President Reagan, our country is prouder and stronger and better. Why would we ever want to return to where we were? Less than four short years ago. All right. <laughs> Our country's days of apologizing are over. America is standing tall again. And don't let anyone tell you we're any less dedicated to peace because we want a strong America. I've known four wars, four wars in my lifetime. And not one of them came about because we were too strong. Weakness is the greatest enemy of peace. Next time on Cowboy Diplomacy, President Carter had come on TV and told us that we kind of sucked. And then along came the Iranian hostage crisis, which made us think, yeah, maybe we do. Until we didn't. We're, we're trying to build a future for our children that is free, prosperous, and secure. A future of boundless hope and opportunity. Music on this podcast includes Soviet March by Shane Ivers, available under Creative Commons Attribution at SilvermanSound.com. This theme under me right now is called Apple for the Preacher, also by Shane Ivers, also at SilvermanSound.com under that same Creative Commons Attribution. Research credits to the Reagan Library and the Jimmy Carter Presidential Library. Cowboy Diplomacy is a production of The Shark Deck. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows, man. And my friends, I said this the other day, and it's worth keeping on saying You ain't seen nothing yet. Well, well, (laughs) all right. All right.